As a kid, I learned to repeat this little schoolyard rhyme as a means of countering the verbal cruelty of other children. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Sadly though, it didn't take long before I discovered that words could cause pain and the wounds they inflict can be deep and lasting. Have you ever been subjected to verbal abuse? Jesus has. And one of those occasions is found in John chapter 8, verse 48, where the religious elite, having been stung by what Jesus exposed about them in the preceding passage, struck back with name-calling and a false accusation. They labeled him a Samaritan and accused him of being demon-possessed. The Jews held the Samaritans in deep disgust. They considered them interlopers, half-breeds, perverters of the sacred faith, and more. They knew that Jesus wasn't ethnically a Samaritan, but they used that term as a slur, meant to carry a heavy payload of defamation. And by also describing him as demonized, they sought to discredit him, along with his very public exposure of their wicked hearts. They did what insecure bullies do when their masks are pulled down and their vulnerability is exposed. Instead of responding with humility and repentance, they punched back and with as low a blow as possible. And if you've ever been on the receiving end of that kind of attack and have the scars to show for it, paying close attention to how the Lord reacted in verses 49 and 50 may provide you some much needed wisdom, perspective, comfort, and healing. First, he didn't respond to the name-calling. I know it's hard to resist, but it's almost impossible to win a war of verbal mudslinging. And if you do, the battle fatigue and shame you experience afterward usually exacts a heavy emotional and spiritual toll. It's best to follow Jesus' example and deprive the attack of any traction by just ignoring it. Second, he made the choice to remain focused on honoring his father instead of defending himself against their slander. He simply made a straightforward statement rejecting their accusation and then refused to become distracted by it. He trusted God with the promotion and defense of his reputation. And when we follow in his footsteps, we discover that the Heavenly Father is faithful to do the same for us. We live in a world filled with spite, prejudice, malice, and just plain old meanness. And it's impossible to avoid being the target of some of it. But Jesus taught us how to keep from becoming what I call prickly, always in a defensive posture when it comes to how others perceive us. Owning the responsibility for bearing the burden of retaliating when we're slighted, mocked, denigrated, or maligned usually results in a life stained with bitterness, exhaustion, and isolation. How much better to run to the refuge of the one who daily honors us with his love and provides a shelter of absolute security against any sticks, stones, or words. So let's meet him there today. And from within the safety of his strong embrace, let's stay focused on bringing honor to him by the way we release with forgiveness all those who've hurt us and trust him to promote and defend our reputations.